Renew your mind. I love having coffee with my pasta. It's just so personal. Be encouraged. This is my favourite programme. Pastor Kong is just so real. Hot seats, hot seats. Nourished in the word. The question and answers are spot on. Pastor Kong, we love you. This is the best. Something new is brewing. Hi, this is Pastor Kong. I want to invite you to sit back, relax and have a cup of coffee with me. Join us for Coffee with Kong. Hello and welcome to the show known as Coffee with Kong and I'm your host, Bernard. I'm so glad you can join me on this radio show where I get to ask my senior pastor some of life's most difficult or burning questions and in the process be well equipped to understand about life, faith and ministry. Well, we believe this show will greatly bless you and hopefully help you walk closer to God and live a purpose-driven, kingdom-driven life. Pastor Kong Hee is the Senior Pastor of City Harvest Church in Singapore and ever since May 2012, he has been on this radio show every week answering emails that come in to us at connect at cdradio.sg. Well, sit back and let's have coffee with my pastor, Pastor Kong Hee. Hi Bern, good to be on the show again. While we're having a virtual cup of coffee, I can tell you the coffee that I'm holding in my hand is nothing virtual. <laughs> it tastes yes, yes. good. Amazing. Lavaza. Lavaza. Pastor, I'm having my uh, what? double shot. Double oh, shot. My goodness. And you know, Lavaza, Lavaza dark roast double shot is like a quadruple shot. Yeah, man. Pastor, that's got some kick on it, man. Pastor, I, I tell you, you would need some kick because this question that we have right now is quite heavy. Okay, oh, Pastor. <laughs> I, I also don't know. I, I got this look, you got this look on your face like, hmm, I'm going to put him on the hot seat today. Okay, Pastor. I, I have to admit that, um, you know, especially this particular season, we have been ex- having some questions that I've never asked before. So I'm, I'm wondering, I, okay, you know what? I've been wrong before. I used to say this is going to be a hot seat. And then when I look at you, you say, uh, medium. So, Pastor, I tell you what's the topic. The topic is called equality and the social gospel. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Pastor, your reaction tells me maybe you've read this somewhere before because somebody wrote to us, connect at ctvideo.sg. His name is uh, KL Kunliang. He said, Hi, Pastor Kong and Bernard. I have two questions regarding the concept of equality and the social gospel. I think right. it's connected, but feel free to address it separately if needed. Now, there's been a lot of talk about inequality. I'm curious right. though, what does equality mean biblically? Some have said mm. equality means equal opportunity. Others mm. have said equality of outcome. There are also definitions of equality as equality of income or equality of quality of life, etc. With right. so many definitions, I'm looking for clarity as when we say inequality, it seems to assume that equality is the solution. But what does equality actually mean? Now, Pastor, this is the part of the email that will make a lot of sense to you and me right. when, when, when I read this part, okay? This concerns me as I'm working in a faith-based organization that promotes the social gospel. As much of that is about advocating the government to enact certain policies to ensure inequality is dealt with to have a more compassionate society. I've been told that fighting for the poor to have equality equates 
to worship onto God. I've also been told. Okay, okay, right. I understand. I've yeah. also been told that the social gospel is the true gospel based on <laughs> James one, verse twenty-seven. Pastor, I'm a very good interviewer. I will tell you why is James. <laughs> I'll read out James one verse twenty-seven in the NIV yeah. version. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this: to look mm. after orphans and widows in their distress, and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. James one verse twenty-seven NIV version. So, Pastor, his email ends off two questions. So, my questions are number one: What is equality in biblical terms, or is equality even a biblical concept? And number two: Is the social gospel really the true gospel, a subset of it, or a perversion of it? Thanks, Pastor and Bernard, for taking your time to read through and answer the questions. Signs off, KL. Pastor, I gotta ask first up: Hot seat or not hot seat? Ah,、uh, pseudo. Okay, so medium pseudo. Pseudo. <laughs> okay, Pastor, I. You know the truth, the, the truth of the matter is there's nothing new under the sun. Questions that are being asked today have been asked again and again throughout the millennia, and questions like this I've heard ever since I was a little kid. Every few years, they'll pop up again. So, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. I said, you, you got same everywhere. <laughs> you questions got, are the same everywhere. You got to lay it out for me, Pastor. You mean you actually had this topic like put out before when you were a young Christian? Yeah, when I was when I was in my first church, you know, I I attended Anglican church, and、uh, some of the leaders there, they were in those days, they were really against social gospel. They were saying that, you know,、um, we should preach uh, uh, the true gospel, the full gospel. Jesus came to save. Jesus came to heal. Jesus came to deliver. You know, and、uh, all these social gospels of salvation by works. <laughs> It used to be, so that was in the seventies and the eighties. And then when we come to the nineties, you know, and churches begin to、uh, have discussions on social justice, that we need to reach out to the community, that we got to express the love of God with no strings attached, and by、mm. doing so, we shine for God and we build a bridge. To share the love of God, the goodness of God, and and lead people to Christ. So the social gospel became a bridge to preach the gospel of salvation. So then that became invoked. Every church starts to have、uh, started to have their community service arms and this and that. <laughs> so you know it swings one pendulum to the other pendulum. So I guess that's life. <laughs> wow, that is life, Pastor. So Pastor, now、yeah. that okay for me. Uh, five and a half years recording nonstop. Five years, eight months recording nonstop with you, Pastor. You gotta tell me. I I gotta tell. You, I've never asked this you, question. You, you, you didn't have a stop for two and a half years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, but before that was five and a half years. You know, Pastor. Right. Five right, and a half. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, Pastor, you gotta tell me. I I've I've talked it and asked many questions. We have had many discussions, many offline as well. Nothing online and offline about this topic. You know, Pastor. Equality.、Okay. Never,、right. I've never asked this question. I mean, it's fresh to me. Have we? <laughs> is there an issue, Pastor? Equality? Is that okay?、Uh, no, is there a no, biblical? No, no issue at all because equality has to be in the nature of God, right? First of all, God is a Trinity. He is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Three persons, one God. Three person equally God. 
one God, you know, not three gods, but one. Mm. So even in the Trinity, you find equality. Wow. So, and then what is the gospel and, and what is the result of the gospel? In Galatians 3.28, it says that there is neither Jew nor Greek, male nor female, slave nor free, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. So immediately, it cuts across racial divides. They are neither Jew nor Greek. It cuts, uh, uh, it cuts against gender divide. They are neither male nor female. Yeah. It cuts against economic divide. There are no slave nor free. So in Christ, it immediately that there's equality of race, there's equality of gender, there's equality of economics. Awesome. Pastor, you've answered question number one already, just there, with one verse. <laughs> okay, but wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Equality doesn't mean, uh, equality doesn't mean uh, socialism, you know, it doesn't mean, uh, equality doesn't mean that all of us will have the same status in life. Yeah. Jesus himself says that you have the poor with you always. That means as long as this earth exists, there will be poor people there will be middle-class people, there will be wealthy people. Wow. But God loves us equally. And we are of equal value to God. But in this life, because of sin, because of the fall of man, because of the curse that is upon this earth, until Jesus comes back, there will always be a disparity in, in society. The imbalance there. There will be an imbalance because there's no way, there's no perfect kingdom. That's why we pray for God's kingdom to come. And, we, and until Jesus returns, there's never going to be a, a perfect kingdom. And here is where the social gospel will have resistance from mainstream Christianity. Wow. Because most social gospelists are post-millennialists. That means they do not believe in a second coming of Christ that will that will uh, redeem the earth and redeem the world. Post-millennialists believe basically they will make the world a more equal, a more perfect. If possible, they will make the earth a paradise on earth and then usher Jesus back to receive it. Mm. Which is not going to happen. <laughs> As long as there's fallen human nature, it is not going to happen. Wow. So the concept of social gospel is, is good. I think it's a good concept that we should fight for equality. We should, we should have a more just society. We should have a more compassionate society. But the expectation is not realistic. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. The expectation is not realistic. The expectation is almost is almost that we can do what only God can do. <laughs> so, Pastor, I mean, looking at his at his struggle right now because he is actually in a faith based organization. So, okay, Pastor, right. we, we can probably understand that you know they are doing good for the society and all. Absolutely. But, Pastor, but hearing this, that he has been told that the social gospel is the true gospel. So Pastor, when, when he quoted James 1 verse 27, I mean, that, that's quite a loaded uh, verse, uh, you know. So, but Pastor, 
I mean, looking at his question, he's. I think he's seeking clarity. Even myself, I'm also seeking clarity. So, yeah. as a social gospel, is, I mean, to put it properly, it's a subset of the true gospel, isn't it? Subset. It's a absolutely, cat- absolutely. Yeah. You you cannot you cannot build the gospel on one verse. <laughs> yeah. First of all, I think I think you know if you have uh, seen my one of my recent posts on social media, and I explain when you talk about the gospel, what do you mean? The gospel, first of all, it means the good news, the good news of Jesus Christ, that Jesus came, He died on the cross to reconcile us back to God the Father. He took the penalty for our sin as our penal substitute. And in the process, uh, he, we are no longer liable to punishment and we can be, we are forgiven, we are cleansed, we are accepted and we are adopted into God's divine family. Yes. So that is, that's the good news. That's the, that's the real gospel. Then the gospel also means the four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Mark Luke, Luke and John. John. Yeah. But the gospel, if you read the the rest of the epistle, when the word is being mentioned, it talks about the gospel. It's not talking about an agenda you have for society, an agenda of activism to change society, to have more equality and all that. No, basically it means all the truths of the New Testament. Oh wow. When Paul told Timothy, you got to preach the gospel, you got to preserve the gospel. He's saying preserve all of the New Testament, the truths of the New New Testament, the doctrines that the apostles left for us, the the teachings of Jesus Christ that the apostles uh, uh, explained and expounded to us. So it's all the teaching, that is the gospel. So when somebody says, oh, this is the gospel. This one thing, and you got to take it with a, you. You got to take it with a lot of pinch, a lot of salt, not just a, pinch, a, <laughs> a fist, a fist full of salt, <laughs> uh, a, a barrel full, a lorry <laughs> full of salt. Because the gospel obviously is Matthew chapter one verse one to Revelation twenty two and the last verse. How yes. can you say one verse <laughs> that is the gospel? Wow, Asa. <laughs> Now that now that we're talking, right? I I I kind of remember that that video you did on uh on your social media. You also define things like the word doctrine. That's the same video, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. I talk yeah, about yeah. scripture. I talk about doctrine. I gospel. Talk about gospel. Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah, and you know the social gospel is is basically an expression of the Christian life, and is expression that we must do good works. We must do our best to redeem the world. I think the danger here, the danger here is when you have situation like this, where you say, ah, this is the only way. This is the only truth. Mm. Now, there are a lot of of organizations, even non-faith-based ones, even non-Christian ones, they are fighting for equality. They are fighting for social justice. So are they also preaching the gospel? Obviously not, right? Yeah. 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 So so it's not the good works that we are doing that that is going to save us. The good news, the gospel, the good news is Jesus came, died for us, became our savior. And by grace only, through faith only, in Christ only, we can be saved, reconciled to the Father, and have an eternity with God. Now that is the gospel. Amen. Everything else is a subset Amen. or worse still an, an aberration. 
Wow, Pastor. <laughs> on your on your on 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 a last note, Pastor. What will you say to this guy? What will you say to to? to I know him. I know him. He's our church member. You know, he's been right. serving yeah for a long time. What will you say to what him, Pastor? Saying, what I'm saying is this: the organization has a a good motive, yeah, a good desire. It is like what we will call a non-government organization, an NGO, right? Mm. It's it's fighting for social justice. It's fighting for a good cause. It's a good thing. Just like the Red Cross is a good organization. Just like um, <laughs> a World Vision is a good organization. Yeah, you know, and all these organ they're all good organization. Yeah, and I think it's a good cause. I think if you if you feel like you're making a difference, you should continue to to join it. But then you know you just got to accept the fact that you you can join a good organization doing a good thing and not and not believe in the religion of the organization. <laughs> I say it, it's a religion. Social gospel is a religion. <laughs> oh wow! Because it it's it's not talking about relationship with God. It's about what you can do for God. That's a good point, Pastor. Well, Pastor, <laughs> I hope. Uh, I hope this person KL Gunliang is uh, is uh, you know enlightened and uh, you know I hope his questions have been answered. And Pastor, thank you so much for, for Pastor. Before we go, I just have to say that you know you've been doing an amazing job and uh, with this uh, going on social media thing. I'm like five five minutes, four minutes to five minutes of my time. I'm watching you talking in 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 your study room. I said, wow, this is. A lot of effort, you know, Pastor. <laughs> it's not, it's not that simple, right, Pastor? It's quite, quite a lot of words you're talking, you know, the script. I, I, I feel that we are in a season where we really got to understand what we believe in. I want to clarify it in no uncertain terms, and because, especially because we we are we are living in a very open society right now, where where there's every opinion and view. Like under the sun, like for example, we just heard right now that that somebody said that the social gospel is the only true gospel. I mean, you know, and yeah. then yeah. So I, I feel like I need I need to clarify what is the doctrine City Harvest Church believes in. What what is the Protestant doctrine we believe in? What is the Evangelical doctrine we believe in? What is the Pentecostal doctrine we believe in? Because we are a Protestant Evangelical Pentecostal church. So we got to be clear what we believe in. So I just want to put it out there so that anytime anybody got any doubts or any query, they can just go to those short four minute, five minute clips and watch it and they get the answers. <laughs> so they don't need to second guess what do we really believe in? <laughs> amen and amen. But, but, but let me tell you, Bernard, when I first did this, a few people came to me and said, Pastor, your social media is very, very boring. Why don't you show some fun things you do, the food you eat, you know, the fun <laughs> places you go. You know, been there, done that, took the photo, posted it, <laughs> posted it. And uh, and I just feel like, yeah, I think there's a, there's a season for that. But I feel that we are we are living in a critical time right now. And we got to be clear what we believe in because our beliefs will determine our behavior, our attitudes, and our actions. Amen and amen. amen. I want to leave you with Galatians 3 verse 28. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Praise God. We are all created equal under God. 
Amen. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have a burning question or a topic to suggest, write to us. Connect at cityradio.sg. Connect at cityradio.sg. To find out more about City Harvest Church, visit our website at www.chc.org.sg. www.chc.org.sg. Don't forget to follow Pastor Kong Hee on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At P.S. Kong Hee. At P.S. Kong Hee. God bless you and stay safe.